Oh my god, guys. You're never gonna believe this. We're back. And not like that 90s dinosaur movie, We're Back, which is a great movie, by the way. But Lindsay, my co-host, and I are back. Again, it's me, Scott, America's Sweetheart, Mm -hmm. and my lovely co-host, Lindsay. Yes, and I am going to insist that we cover We're Back when the time comes in the timeline. Because, god damn it, that movie's awesome. (laughs) It is such a great movie. Holy shit. It lives rent-free in my thoughts uh, all the time. Oh, constantly. Yeah. I, I, I love our shared love for, like, really obscure animations from I the know, 90s. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, welcome back, guys. Um, but also, welcome to the first uh, episode of what we're calling the PCP, the podcast, or the, the podcast, <clears throat> the, the pop culture playback. Um, we decided that if you guys hadn't been able to tell from the last two What If episodes, we are just running low on enter- enjoyment fuel. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Yeah. So we decided that if. we are still going to do what if reviews, but we're gonna we're gonna tailor it down to also include the news from the week. And this episode's actually really special because the Emmys just happened, so we get to talk about that as well. Um, but we're gonna start treating this more like a weekly news playback kind of keep you guys informed of what's going on in the modern day not just you know what's happening in the past on the timeline and Mm -hmm. i'm a lot more excited about it i like we obviously we're still going to be talking about what if but it also gives us the opportunity to talk about new shows that are starting the boys you know wheel of time is going to have its own thing obviously but yeah um, the boys probably will too but there is there's just other stuff we want to talk about so i think i mean I don't want to sit here and, like, try and force it and mm-hmm. have it be crappy, you know? Like, yeah. I'd rather have it be good and have us talk about stuff we're excited about. So, at least for now, and at least with this show, this is what we're going to do. We'll see what where we're at with, like, Hawkeye and stuff when it comes out. But, yeah. um, but for the time being, and this is the perfect week to do it because of the Emmys. Because I think we... I, I know that I really want to talk about the Emmys. So, I'm stoked that we're going to make time for that and just kind of move... Um, a little more quickly through what if and have some more time for some of the news and, and to talk about the Emmys. Exactly. Um, so, but I'm going to let you bring this first piece up because it's exciting and because the last episode was Mary Poppins and it was a very prevalent question that I had that mm-hmm. I actually got answered. Yeah, from we some got feedback. some feedback. Yeah. We're so excited. Yeah, so we have some feedback um, from one of our listeners, Chris, who let us know. That advocating for suffrage, which is the women's right to vote that we were talking about in Mary Poppins, became a hobby of the upper class, so the bank wouldn't have had a problem with it. Right. And, and that was one of our big questions is how controversial would that have been in Mary yeah, Poppins? Yeah, like why why were he why was he more concerned about the kids being missing than, you know, his wife doing this like upheaval of social norms like kind of thing? thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's super awesome. appreciate that feedback. Yeah, that's cool to know. Um, and it totally makes sense. It does, and I also feel kind of, like, shitty about it, too, because, like, they just did it as a hobby? That's fucking wild. I know, right? Like, well, I, I'm i sure there's a lot of examples of that today, too, of, like, well, yeah. you know, rich rich Karens who yeah. are, like, I volunteer for such and such thing or whatever, you yeah. know, right? I mean, we you know? saw it through COVID when everybody was like, we're all the same, and everyone's like, bro, I live in an apartment, and you're like, we're all the same from a yacht? Fuck out of here. Like... <laughs> That scale is pretty pretty obscure. Oh my god. On that awesome imagery. I know. 
let's move it. So, so super stoked <laughs> on that feedback, though. Thank you. And guys, do send us feedback um, at gobehindthetimeline at gmail.com. And you can always comment on the Instagram and on Twitter. And, um, yeah, hit us up. We love getting feedback. And yeah, we'll, we'll definitely absolutely. feature it in the next episode when we get it. So thanks yeah. for sending that in. And now for the news. For the news. The, um, so in really no particular order, just the yeah. order that this is on here. Just exciting they, order. Yeah, the exciting order. They they There's a Mario movie, Scott. I know. And it's Chris Pratt. It's, and it's animated. <laughs> it. Okay, so this is like my whole thing about this was like this is only gonna because I didn't know it was animated. I didn't see the poster. I just saw the announcement that Chris Pratt was announced to be playing Mario, uh-huh. and I was like, "Holy shit! This is not gonna work if this is live action." Oh, you didn't think so? I no, was like, "Any I, way, shape, or form, whatever, just give it to me." Well, no, because the original, the the first one they did live action with John Leguizamo was really didn't it was work. terrible yeah. yeah it's like it it is known for being like one of the worst the movies the worst movies ever made no i i think that mario does belong in an animated world i, do I mean too. i think if they wanted to they could pull it off mm-hmm. like a who framed roger rabbit like people in an animated environment yeah. if they wanted to do it with cg and like try and make it real they could but i'm stoked they're just going to do it animated like that sounds great so we have chris pratt as mario charlie day as luigi that's my Anya favorite Taylor, part. Yeah, from It's Always Sunny. I love Charlie Day. <laughs> Anya Taylor-Joy is going to be Princess Peach, and I'm yeah. so goddamn happy. I hope um, she actually does stuff, though, because you know how like Peach always has that, like, I've been kidnapped, come save me trope? Like, I really hope no, she's like more important. No fucking way. I, I promise you that is not what they're going to do. I know. I would bet you any amount of money on this earth, the Illumination who's making this film is not going to lean into that trope. Yeah. Peach is going to, <laughs> I fucking promise you, be like probably Harley Quinn level of not needing to be rescued in this movie. And good, because she's done that for many a decade. It is time to overcorrect. I would support mm-hmm. a drastic overcorrection on P- Princess Peach. Because I love Princess Peach. I used to like go-kart a lot. Like indoor go karting yeah. and like and outdoor with the gas ones, but more more the electric ones inside. Like and I wasn't like competitive or anything, but like I'm like good at go karting and that I means always you were competitive. Kart. If you knew you were good at it, you were competitive. Yeah, but I didn't compete. Like oh, I didn't well, yeah. like you know what I mean. But like yeah, but I was I'm good at go karting and I always go kart under the name Princess Peach. Hell yeah! Why wouldn't this, you? The fucking satisfaction of like winning. Yeah. Like whooping up on a bunch of dudes under the name Princess Peach. Yeah, it's amazing. That's why Mario yeah. Kart is so fun. Fuck, dude, I'm going to buy a Switch. I'm also very <laughs> skilled at Mario Kart and play as Peach. So, like, I have no problem with a massive overcorrection on Peach. Um, so we'll watch that. Jack Black's going to play Bowser. Oh, I'm so here for that. Dude, This is every, this the whole movie is just going to be a fucking wild ride. Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. Like, what? That's kind of crazy to me. Seth Rogen's going to play Donkey Kong? Like, this is going to be stupid. So, I'm really excited about that. (laughs) I don't know what else to say about it. It's just, they just announced it. I'm just like, fucking yes. Well, what I really like is that they announced it with a poster. So, it just showed... Did they? I haven't seen the poster. Well, that's how I ended up finding out more about this. Was, it just showed the yellow question mark block... And that was it. And then their names were in a row above it. 
And I was like, oh, oh fuck my yeah, God. dude. In theaters holiday 2022. I will yep. fucking be there, Illumination. Yep. How did you get the rights to do that? Okay. Dude, um, yeah. It's, it's going to be... This is going to be huge for Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, it is. This is going to... They need this. You know, because they totally need it, but... <laughs> no, they kind of do. I mean, it's... I mean, yeah. More than they always have, I guess. You yeah. Know. Considering but, Pokemon is, like, keeping Nintendo alive, I feel. Yeah. I don't think it is, but... Whatever. I mean, I don't really know how it's going over there. Yeah. Um, so... This next piece of yeah, news what is, is like, this? I don't. I I got your text and I didn't want to ask before we recorded, but like, what is going on? Because this is the first time I've heard you not sound excited about Wheel of Time. I don't know what to think. I'm a little. I don't know. I'm like worried, but also like I don't know. It's so. Matt Cawthon is a Wheel of Time character who's in season one, played by Barney Harris, mm-hmm. and. I mean, I have no idea. Like, all of the actors for the main five characters are newbies, like in Game of Thrones, which is a great thing, right? Like, I haven't seen anything that he's been in. But Matt is kind of everybody's favorite character. Right. Like, not 100% unanimously, but, like, Matt Cawthon is fucking awesome. Like, he's just, like, one of my favorite characters in fiction. (laughs) Like, he's so cool. And so, like, what happens with him really matters. Like, he's, like, a Tyrion level, you know? Of, like, just every... Like, okay, everybody fucking loves him. Like, you... And so, for reasons unknown, Barney Harris has been recast in season two. And they're announcing that now. And he's been recast with Donald Noy, I think is his name. Uh, Sorry, Donald Finn. Donald Noy, I believe, might be a Game of Thrones character. My bad. Um, Donald Finn from The Witcher <laughs> is going to replace him as Matt. And so, I mean, my first thought is, like, I hope Barney Harris is okay because nobody knows what happened. Yeah. You I know? think that's usually, like, what happens is something, like, or, you know, like, someone... Something happened. Like, yeah, off screen, like, some kind of life problem, like, occurred. Like, either, like, their health or something like that. Yeah, because I doubt that they got... I mean, think about, like, um, like they recast Aragorn day one, right? Yeah. For Viggo Mortensen. Like, yeah. when the character is this important, and Matt is, and the people making the show are fucking huge Wheel of Time nerds. Like, I'll just leave it at that. Like, these guys, they get it. They're massive nerds. Yeah. And so, to recast a character that's that important, it's like... You, you don't get through season one and then realize you have the wrong person. That's not what happened. You know what I mean? Like, they would have they would have fixed this a couple yeah. years ago if it was something that, that, like, Barney didn't want to be in the role or wasn't committed or wasn't good, which I think is good news. And mm-hmm. I just, I hope that whatever is going on with him, that he's okay. My, I think it, the optics aren't great is mm-hmm. my second concern. Yeah. Where I'm like, man, that is, like, shitty information to be all over the internet, like, a month away from release. And, you know, or, or a couple months away from release. I want it to be sooner than it is. I'm I like, know. Fuck, it's still two months away. But uh, I'm hoping that it doesn't have, like, an effect on people being stoked about the show. Like, that people think the wrong thing about it. Yeah. I don't want people to be like, oh, this production doesn't have their shit together. Because I don't think that's what's going on. So, I don't know. I'm probably overthinking all of it, but they recast <laughs> Matt. And, and and I think it... I, don't, I have no idea. I have no attachment, like, um, attachment to the, the actor. 
Well, yeah, I think I think for this, it's it's fair to you said Donald Flynn is replacing him. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I have it. Yeah, it's uh, the guy that plays Netley in the Witcher show. He's yeah. in one episode. And okay. It's not. He's not a memorable character, but yeah, I was like, I don't remember you from The Witcher, but sure. <laughs> yeah. I also The Witcher was I don't I don't really know what happened in The Witcher, yeah. so I was like, unbelievable to me that I missed it. That you just yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I, I would be willing to bet it's something like health or personal reasons is what precludes him from continuing to season two. I would, and I that feel too. like from what I've seen on like our Instagram and like you know posts and Reddit and stuff, I think that the Wheel of Time fan base is committed enough not to freak out about this to the point that like they lose faith in the show oh no i don't think the fan base will i'm hoping that like that people who don't know any better don't even hear about this yeah i'm hoping this is the kind of thing that's only coming up in my news feed right yeah and that no one no one else is watching for it <laughs> and it'll be fine because uh, yeah. it's just weird to like get attached to like learn like know the character and know that it's not going to still be him that's weird. Like, it's mm-hmm. one thing to come back in season two and have it be somebody different, but to go into season one knowing that that's not going to last, it feels weird. Kind of uniquely weird. Yeah, I mean, you know? <clears throat> they did the same thing with Ruby Rose for uh, Batwoman. Yeah, people knew that was going to happen going into it? Yeah. No, 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 no. That That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it was very similar, but it the difference was that it was, like, out of nowhere. Yeah, like before it was after even the season first one season. had aired. Yeah, before it was even over, they announced that Ruby Rose wouldn't be coming back. Yeah. Um, and Which, I personally did CW. not watch the show. I that I didn't have any faith in that show doing well. I watched, like, maybe part of the premiere, but only in yeah. service of trying to be prepared for Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, which and I'm then pretty I was sure like, she does show it. up in. Oh, she has an episode. Like episode yeah. two of Crisis is is an episode of Batwoman. So it's the I think that might be the only episode that I've seen. Mm. Yeah, I watched okay. the backdoor pilot. There was like an Arrow episode or something, or it was one of the it was maybe in the Elseworlds crossover. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I because they have all have so a backdoor pilot. Yeah, uh, I don't know that that's the loop. That I that. I'm not sure that that's something you need to know. I know. I'm a little embarrassed. I just whipped that out. Anyway, um, you texted me something about Star Wars. What was it? Yeah, What's happening? So, Wednesday was kind of a big deal on Disney+. Plus. Not only did we get the seventh episode of What If, which I- I'm going to tell you guys right now before we even get into the review. I actually enjoyed this episode. This episode was fun and stupid and it really didn't make sense at all. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it was just I liked goofy. it, though. I was like, yeah, I still don't want to talk about it for an hour, but I liked it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, no, the other thing that happened on Disney Plus was Star Wars' non-canon, I think it's important to note this before I even begin saying anything else. Okay. Non-canon show, Visions, which is eight different uh, classic anime artists animating multiple random, like, standalone stories in this show called Star Wars Visions. That's cool. <clears throat> it's cool and it's not cool. It's kind of like what if. It kind of is, except a lot of stuff is really stupid. Like it's samurai swords that glow red and glow blue. And not a lightsaber. Yeah, and like the second episode is like some Seems kind like- of fucking DJ dance off or whatever and I was just like, dude, some of this stuff is cool, some of this stuff is dumb as shit. Um, yeah. And I'm not gonna get too into it because I don't want to. I don't want to tarnish your guys's review of 
or like you know vision of it. I ha- I also have only watched the first two episodes, so. Um, but it is, it is not something I was looking forward to already. Um, so it's out. It is out. This is yeah. the thing you can watch. Uh-huh. Okay, I thought you were saying it was announced. Okay, so you've seen it. Yeah. So and it's the, weird. Okay. Yeah, it came out on Wednesday. Um, and I get it. Like Disney is just trying to hold on to the Star Wars excitement and everything, because we don't really have any movies coming anytime soon. Um, the next big thing from Star Wars is in December with the Book of Boba Fett, and then the Mandalorian season three. But so like, I know this is. I know that I. I apologize ahead of time because I know that Star Wars is real serious business, and this is like oh your God. ultimate wheelhouse. This and is already going to be like, fun. I'm so excited for whatever you're about to tell me. And I fucking love Star Wars. Don't get me wrong, please, because I, I I know a lot about it. I like it a lot. But like, okay. So they have, like, The Mandalorian is solid. Everybody likes it. They're playing on some nostalgia and shit, but it's cool. It's working. Everyone's cool. Like, 10 out of 10, everyone likes Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. That's great. And then they've got, like, some, like, Bad Batch seems like it's really Ugh. hit or miss. They've got the Boba Fett thing, like, also cool, but it's really just capitalizing on Mandalorian. And, that yeah. kind of, and I'm like, great, great, great. Like, I'm sure that'll be fun, but it's all kind of still rehashing shit. And they're just sort of, like, keeping these... They're, like, bright and shiny, look. So mm-hmm. then no one notices that, like, there's no long-term plan for Star Wars. Star Wars fucking exploded <laughs> in the biggest, just... It was just such a nightmare the last couple of movies, and it's, like, they have no plan. Like, they end on this, like, frankly, like, the worst ending ever. Yeah, it really is. And then um, it's, and there's no plan, and I feel like they're, like, squirrel, like, look at that. Like, they're, you know, they're, like... <laughs> Look out the bus, it's snaily, and, like, don't look at the fact that we have no direction right now. It, or is there behind-the-scenes stuff I don't know about that there is a plan? I mean, there is there is a plan. A lot of stuff is, like, happening, and then a lot of stuff is falling apart. Um, originally, D&D, the writers for the last three seasons of Game of Thrones, the guys who basically ruined the show, yeah. were given their own trilogy. And then shortly after they did an interview where they... D- they basically said, like I'm paraphrasing here, but they basically said, we didn't care about fan feedback and we just did our own thing. Disney was like, uh-huh, no. And they took the tri- <laughs> they took this like trilogy they gave them away from them. Which I heard they were going to do Knights of the Old Republic. So that was what so everybody was thought. About and that. Yeah, honestly, fun. I'm super glad that they took that away from them. Um, for You're some reason, right. Brian Johnson still has his trilogy. I don't understand why, because Brian Johnson is the director for the last... Jedi, which is arguably yeah. like the most, I'm not going to say worse because some people like it, but it is the most polarizing Star Wars film ever made. That's the middle one, right? Yes. That's and then the, one the last where... one was The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Correct. Okay. Um, yeah. It was It was pretty. Well, that's about <laughs> all I can say that I think is like 100%. Yeah. I'm sure I feel that way even. You know? um, like, I'm like, I don't even know about that movie. Like, there's a lot about that movie. Oh, I have, really I have plenty I could say about it, but I, I don't want to. We're going to save it for when we, we're yeah. going to have so much time to talk. That's going to be like a two-part review. Oh, yeah. But basically, um, <laughs> like, you have these things that, like, Star Wars or, like, the heads at Disney are acknowledging are working. Like, The Mandalorian, they're like, oh, my God, John Favreau, Dave Filoni know what they're doing. Yeah. Awesome. We're just going to let them keep doing what their thing. What a fucking revelation for Disney that John Favreau I know. knows what he's doing. <laughs> the guy God, who literally launched the MCU has an inkling about what's happening. Crazy. Yeah, I'm like, just let him do whatever. It'll work. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And I'm just going to like put, I, so this is a rumor, but I, it's not really a rumor. Everybody kind of knows, but no one will really talk about it. Um, this is the only other thing I'm going to say on it and we'll move on. But for those of you who are aware of who she is, Kathleen Kennedy has 100% been barred from coming on the, uh, Mandalorian set. set. Yeah. (laughs) It is, it has been reported on multiple occasions that she is not allowed to step foot on the, the set. Poor Kathleen Kennedy. She's such a it's just such a fucking train wreck over Dude. there. It's incredible to watch. It's just it's like how do you do this? How is it so bad? It's like X three. It's like how did you uh, allow? Like you have all the potential and the and every option in the fucking world. How did you allow it to be this? Like the, it's. I know it'll get the fans going. Let's kill Cyclops within twenty minutes of the movie starting. It'll That's be pretty great. Cool. It'll be so good. <laughs> God Damn. fucking help me. Oh, and then let's kill Charles Xavier. That'll be sweet. <laughs> but we'll ignore that we did that. We'll bring everything else that we yeah, did. We'll remember we'll immediately. Undo all of that shit. It, it hits screens and they're like, wait, wait, wait. We like we like having Xavier in this. We want uh, this to be longer than three movies, right? Like, they forgot that that was an option. Dude. Idiots. Anyway, Any I feel heels. like Star Wars is doing that a little bit. And I am hopeful to see it sort of right itself. Because I'd like to do, see them do something cool. But I think it's funny that they don't have yeah. much of a plan right now. Um, Swinging the so, door to the other side of Disney yeah. right now. Yeah, the other side of Disney. <laughs> what the fuck? Please it, explain this to me because I am confused. So basically, in 2023, the rights to maintain the majority of the Marvel characters, such as Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Spider Man, Hulk, all of them, like they are up. They're done. And so the families of Stan Lee and, God help me, I can't remember his name. Uh, the other, the other, ah, uh, yeah, um, the original artists from the majority of the Marvel properties that are now part of the MCU, their families and their estate are lobbying to take the rights back. Which, if they are successful, means that is the end of the MCU. Like that's it, where it's game like, over. Actually, that's the ball game. Yeah. And, and Marvel's suing now to say Marvel that you is counter suing, saying, "Yo, that. you can't do that. We have contracts with these things. Like, we have plans. We've paid you guys like tons of money. Da 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 da." And I um, think part of what Marvel is saying in their lawsuit is that you can't. I might have this wrong. Like, I read like one article, but mm-hmm. I feel like one of the things Marvel was saying is that at this stage and like having like yeah you own the rights to these characters like you created them for marvel yeah um and for marvel's use and at this like stage of the game you can't just fucking take the rights away that that's what they're saying is illegal that you can't just take it you can't just cancel it. it's not just that like they have active contracts but that like you just can't you can't take these characters off the market that's Mm -hmm. not okay yeah. Which I agree with. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I think that's how a lot of people are, are approaching this. What is, is like, wrong with these people? Dude, you guys are making fuckloads of money off the royalties from this shit. I think what's going to, honestly, I think what's going to end up happening is the Marvel suit's going to win out and they'll end up paying these estates dummy amounts Billions. of money. Yeah. yeah. And they'll I, they'll maintain the rights for, or they'll just, they'll just full on obtain the rights. They won't have to buy them from them because they will become sole Marvel properties. Yeah, which would be great. I mean, and I I just think, like, what the fuck has to be wrong with you? Like, money aside, if I wasn't making any money from it, I wouldn't take Spider-Man away from people. What the oh, fuck yeah. is wrong with you? 
Like, that's just, I, I can't imagine, like, like that Steve Ditko's estate and his heirs haven't seen that bring joy to little kids. Yeah, you know? and I think, I like, think that's the off. biggest part of it. Yeah, is you have to you have to acknowledge that these are a huge part of everybody's life now. Like everyone knows who Captain America is. Everyone knows that Robert Downey Jr. literally came back to life because of Iron Man. Yeah, like, it. Well, I'm just. It's it's just like it's so wrong. Like think about I know this is a DC property, but do you remember the Bat Kid thing? Like oh. seven or eight years ago in San Francisco. Kinda. Oh the yeah, the kid that got to become a police officer or something like that. It was like, like he was Batman for a day, this little kid yeah. who I think was sick or something or whatever it was. I can't remember what happened to him that but they put this on and it was like the whole city. Was mm-hmm. like, it was really cool. I was living in San Francisco at the time, and it was insane. Like it was like the whole city got together to like cheer this kid on as Batman. He got to dress up as Batman, and they like, yeah. took him around the city to like solve crime and shit. And like they gave him the keys to the city. And like anyway, my point is like just these characters mean more than just the billions that they're making in the movies. Mm-hmm. And like I I assume that taking the rights away means taking away like the real world tangible effect that they have on people's lives in the form of dress up and toys and I know that that's all money I get it but yeah. it's also not you know there's a reason people buy this shit I know that there's money on the other side of it but it's like has a real impact on people's lives to like have Spider-Man in their life like that fucking matters I just I I just I I, I cannot believe anybody would try to do this I, yeah. I think it's at the stage where it's like uh What's it called? Wow, I'm blanking. Um, like the the old stories that are like publicly available to everybody, no matter oh, what. Oh, free use. Free use, right? Like the Snow White story is free use. Mm-hmm. I feel like I understand not just everybody could go and make a movie out of it. You know, Marvel owns it, but I don't think you can just take this off the market yeah. to make stories about. You you can't. I think it's. I just think it's not fair. I think it's wrong to do yeah. it, and I don't understand why now. Like, you saw how fucking successful the last 12 years of Marvel have been. Or 13 years, I guess, sorry. Yeah, I don't know what they don't like or what they think they're gaining by... As it goes on, we'll we'll keep updating and everything, but we'll find out more about it. Yeah. Positive news, though. Oh my god, I know, dude. Are you so excited? I'm so fucking excited. I'm literally less than a week away from Venom. (laughs) And if I wasn't, like... If if my situation with work wasn't what it was, I would totally ask for Friday off. But yeah, I, I it turns out have plans on Friday, so I'm gonna have to go Saturday morning. Ah, I know stuff I forgot that I was doing. I'm going to see Trevor Noah. Oh fuck yeah, never mind. That's totally worth it. I know, right? Oh That's my pretty god, fire. yeah. That's yeah, pretty fucking I'm pretty fire. stoked about it. So I'll go on Saturday to see Venom, but I am super stoked about that. Hell yeah. So, so, should we talk, gonna, and we'd spent a while on that, so we should, like, bust through this with What If so we can talk yeah, about Emmys. I agree. Um, so, this What If was, what if Thor was an only child? And right off the bat, I was like, that's actually kind of, like, an interesting premise, because him being Loki, Loki being his brother, quote, is what started the, the entire larger MCU. Like, they would not have had a villain in Avengers... If it wasn't for Thor and Loki being brothers. Right, there wouldn't have been a reason to, like, bring Bruce back, like, get 
like actually make everybody an adventure, yeah. potentially like wake up Cap. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. there was there's like nothing, not, none yeah. of this would have happened without that threat. Well, and also because in this Thor doesn't like this was one of my questions like when does this take place? Because presumably Thor also didn't like happen. Thor storyline, he didn't come to Earth. Yeah, so this this is just Loki. like the start of the original Thor movie, but he just goes to parties now. He never learned <laughs> so responsibility. That's when it is. He okay. never like yeah. He He's never. <laughs> He just like he was a goofball. He's a, a frat boy, and you know all he does is drink and destroy stars and shit. Yeah, it was which hilarious. apparently was like a running joke in this episode. I, it took me a while to pick up on that. Yeah, that he like destroyed planets everywhere that he went. Mm-hmm. They because <laughs> he's throwing such wild fucking mm-hmm. parties, <laughs> um, which I absolutely loved, and I love that they're like Heimdall's gonna be watching you. Like it was a total like teenage like American Pie type mm-hmm. of thing. Almost. And it was so funny. It played on all those teenager tropes. Like, I love when they zoomed in on Heimdall's face. Like, Heimdall's going to be watching you. And when he tries to cover up the party. Oh, my God, when, yeah. When they call his mom. Like, he comes to Earth and throws this wild fucking party. And they call him <laughs> Carol Danvers. And, like, th- so who calls it? Natalie Portman calls his mom on him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm studying. I'm totally studying in my room. And he, like... <laughs> cleans up the whole planet like mm-hmm. before she's able to get there over the mm. the Bifrost. Including writing the Tower of Pisa. Yeah. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. Like it was already fucked up but he was like dude we fucked up this planet so much like I, I feel like I did this even if I don't remember doing this. He's <laughs> <laughs> just putting everything back together and it was just, just like like, I feel like I have totally done, like, the less souped-up version of that. Mm-hmm. I feel like we all have, right? Like, mm-hmm. insta-cleaned the house after a party before yeah. mom and dad get home. So I never threw, like, wild parties, but I definitely... This is totally not in the same vein, but I definitely have forgotten to take chicken out of the freezer. <laughs> oh. And, like, tried to scramble to, like, put it in the microwave really quick and shit. That is so wholesome. I threw... I absolute fucking ragers and got away with it every time my parents honestly would have been fine with it I feel like if I like anytime I was like mom I want a bunch of people she'd be like cool we'll send out invitations yeah sometimes they were cool sometimes it was I don't know we threw a lot of parties but for sure sometimes we weren't supposed to be and we had just a great system for making it work my mom came home once and she was like I know that you threw a rager in this house. I know yeah. you did. You can just and me feel and my it. sister, she's like, I just know it. And I was like, fucking prove it to me. <clears throat> prove to me that I threw a party. How do you know? I didn't throw a party. And she's like, there are trash bags in the garage full of beer cans. And I was like, show me them. Because my friends knew we had separate, like, giant trash bags for beers. And we, I, everybody who had a soda, I made them throw it away in a trash bag that we kept. Because I'm like, yeah, people came over. I didn't throw a rager. Mm-hmm trying to be realistic right so she opens the trash bags up and it's all sodas and i'm like yeah i know my people we threw those beers away in the dumpster up the road like behind a golfing ski i was like there's no fucking way there's beer here i was like show me that i threw a party but uh anyway i used to get away with this kind of shit all the time and i just really related to thor through all of this i was yeah. like yeah totally clean it up get your study book back out <laughs> That was my favorite part, too, was, like, they're just sitting on the floor, like, all learning from him and shit, and, like, Frigga has to know, like, bro, my son, like, my son is not T-800, 
teaching anybody anything. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, was, I really liked that. Yeah. And Frigga gets pulled out of her, like, she's like, I'll see you in another couple thousand years. Bro, probably. she straight up has, like, a girl's weekend because Odin hits the Odin sleep. Yeah. And she's like, well, all right, see you later. I'm going out with my girlfriends. And I'm like, damn, get it, Frigga. That's awesome. <laughs> It was so great. I I enjoyed this. Yeah, um, it was funny. I the only thing I really didn't like, and it was just, it felt really forced to me, was the jokes between Darcy and Howard. They were. I thought you'd be stoked that Cat Dennings was. I it, love Cat Dennings. For those of you who aren't aware, Cat Dennings is I everything I want in life. I love her <laughs> so much. I thought it was cool that she was for real back in this. Um, yeah. And Tom Hiddleston was here. Tom Hiddleston's back. You, Jeff Goldblum. Karen oh my god, Gillen. he was so funny. Tuffers, what am I always telling you? I love cake. Like, <laughs> I just, he's so funny to me. I love Sam Jeff Goldblum. Jackson, Natalie Portman, Seth yeah. Green. Like, his Thor just invites everybody from space, so like all the Guardians are there. Mm-hmm. I think he did just invite everybody in the galaxy. Yeah. Yondu's and, there, and, but he doesn't have a speaking role. Scourge is there, and he doesn't have a speaking role. I would have been over the fucking moon over the fucking moon if Carl Urban had returned to voice Scourge. Even if it was like two lines. I I can't believe that's Carl Urban. Like, he just shows up in everything and it's the best. I fucking love him. I love him so much. For those of you who can't tell, I love Carl Urban so much that Dread is one of my all-time favorite movies. It's not on my top ten, but it is literally (laughs) one of my favorite movies of all time. I haven't seen it. Oh my god! It is so good. <laughs> I've actually heard that it's good though, and like not just from a like Carl Urban's Carl Urban standpoint. Uh, yeah, the whole the whole movie good. is just really good. Plus, the girl um, who plays Cersei is in it. Oh, I like her. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, what's her name? Black. Oh, and you fade into obscurity. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Um, you were great. God, that's gonna bother me. Yeah. Um, but. Don't want to not mention Chris Hemsworth is, yeah. and he it like makes this like Thor's mm-hmm. just so funny. Chris Hemsworth is Hemsworth is so funny. He's a great voice actor. Mm-hmm. He's just like everything. Natalie Portman doesn't look or sound anything like herself. Dude, I honestly like. So you guys know by now. I don't watch the opening credits. I just skip over. So Lindsay knows who's in this episode. I yeah, don't. I'm responsible for it. It was Natalie Portman. Yeah. So I don't find out until the end. And honestly, to me, that's really fun because I I get to try and figure out like, oh, my God, did they really bring like Natalie Portman back? And I figure (laughs) like it makes sense because she's working on Love and Thunder right now. So she is available to Disney. Yeah, she's around available to Disney. Yeah, correct. (laughs) Um, But there were only like two scenes where I was like, oh, that's definitely Natalie Portman. The rest of it, I was like, "Mm, no, I knew right away, though, that that wasn't uh, Brie Larson. I knew immediately that that was not oh, Brie Larson. I didn't notice. You're right. It wasn't Brie Larson. Yeah, it was uh, Alexandria somebody. I can't remember. So she hasn't been in it at all. She hasn't been in any of them. You know what's really starting to piss me off? Hmm. Is all these headlines I'm seeing that are like, Marvel recasts Spider-Man. Marvel recasts fucking whatever. And I'm oh, like, Marvel didn't re- like, go fuck yourself. It's just, like, do you not. It's clickbait. I know. And it's it's on my clickbait news feed. Like it's it's clickbait where it belongs. But I'm still fucking tired of seeing it. Yeah, it's I, annoying. Uh, it, that sh- I just yeah. It, it's 
the problem is it's the perfect time for it because we have what if going on. We don't know. We don't actually know for sure if Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be in No Way Home. I know. We it, really it, don't either. Yeah. Andrew Garfield's being so Dude, so coy with us. Every time it comes up, he's like, "No, I'm seriously like I'm not in it." He's like, "I'm not in this fucking movie. What if yeah. they're just not? What if it's just the villains?" I'm, I'm not disappointed. Like, I don't know how they could do that and not bring them in that. I feel like if they were going to do that, Kevin Feige would have come out and been like, "Yo, no." I feel like there's been times before where they've come out and been like, that's not happening. Yeah, and then they turn around and they're like, like surprise, Adam Warlock really is at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. I don't know. I guess we're going to find out. Anyway, um, I really, oh, Loki. We should, I liked Loki. Mm-hmm. This That was cool. That was yeah. fun. I liked that they weren't brothers, but they were bros and they kept calling each other brothers from brothers another from mother. Brothers from another mother, yeah. Yeah, they were totally besties. I really liked that, like, universe outcome. Um, talk to me about the end of this. Do we have anything else of substance to say about this? other than No, honestly, funny? like, it, it really just felt like an American teenage, like, party story. But yeah. the number one thing I will say before we even get to the sexiness that is the last, like, four seconds of this episode... Right. Yeah. Is when that happened. First of all, the Watcher really isn't in this one. He's in the beginning to explain, and then he's at the end to talk about, like, and they lived happily ever after. But my favorite part about this is even he is surprised when the portal opens and the oh, and Ultron drones show up. Or the Ultron drones. Also, right before we talk about that, mm-hmm. um, and yes, I'm wondering when are we going to see him. Like, are we? How much more interested are we going to become when he puts everybody together to fight Ultron? I don't know, or whatever's going to happen because he's been quiet. So I'm still watching that too. But my question before we talk about Ultron, though, is: Is Vegas full of scrolls, or did they like come from space? Like, were those supposed to be scrolls that were already on Earth that were just like I was thinking the same thing because I that was cool to me. That was really cool, but the the issue with that is we only see four of them. And it's when he's taught, he's like, now you change. And they're all in those uh, star suits. Oh, shit. So if they were in like regular clothes, I would be okay with it. I would think more of it. But Mm -hmm. I I, I actually thought the same thing when I saw it. I was like, wait a minute. Oh, shit. Are they already here? Yeah. Because then Marvel would have already known about it. Like she would have known that scrolls were on Earth. I figured that they were already there. I, at least I thought that would be kind of a fun Easter egg. But you're right. If they were in the spacesuits, then probably. They, and everybody from space was there. Like, all the space characters. Which kept taking me by surprise. Everyone that we saw, I was like, oh, shit. It's off the wall. What the fuck? Like, because I'm like, how many people did Thor invite to this party? But I guess everybody. The and I just, universe. Yeah. I just love it. And I loved the, like, the back and forth with Jane, too, throughout it. it was really funny. She's, like, trying to get him to call her. And, like, doesn't give a shit that he's destroying the planet. Well, yeah, so I liked that, and I didn't like that. I was like, this is such a, like, massive departure from who she was in the movie. Like, oh, yeah, totally. she was, like, smitten with him in the movie, but she was also like, bro, I want to know about the Einstein-Rosenbridge. I kind of liked them playing it up, like, for the party theme of just, like, like they're still at this party, or, like, it's mm-hmm. the night after. She's, like, more observed or absorbed with, like, the gossip. Like, yeah. I know that I probably shouldn't like that, according to, like, how I typically review stuff. Like, I, <laughs> I get that I should be, like have something to say about it but I don't I fucking thought it was so funny dude it was it was really, <laughs> I really good enjoyed every second of it I loved how they both were kind of like like wait what did he say about me like both of them were kind of doing yeah, it back and forth throughout like, the episode wait, are you serious oh how much she didn't give a shit about like the important stuff because like they threw this rad party and they want to download about it like I get it after our rad parties we used to go to the 
the breakfast place next to the place where we threw the beers out yep. and have hangover breakfast. They all Hell wanted yeah, to do dude. that so they could download on the prior night's gossip. All of the exciting, like, nonsense and shit, yeah. Teenage me really related to this. <laughs> I loved this episode. Inner, inner teenage me that didn't get to experience this wanted to relate to this. <laughs> like, it was, like, don't get me wrong, like, I threw parties and stuff, like, I had, you know, people come over and shit, but... I wasn't that kid in high school that drank a lot. And it's not like I was like, like, oh, okay. So actually, this is a fun fact for you. And everyone on earth thinks I'm lying, but I have 100%. If I will, I swear on my mother's life. Oh, damn. And she's probably listening. I know she probably is. Hi, Scott's mom. I have never smoked pot. Shut up. I'm dead serious. Never. I'm smoking pot right now. That's awesome. I am not against it. I don't hate it. Like, I've been around people who smoke it. Like, I've been in the house when people are smoking it. I've been offered it. It just is not something I think I would be interested in doing. I think that's... I mean, there's lots of drugs I haven't done. I think Mm -hmm. that's legit. Like, it's... I like it. But. Yeah, I wasn't like, weed is bad. It's a gateway. Or, I no, was I was for never a like long that. time. I didn't start. I didn't start drinking or smoking until mm-hmm. like my later high school years. Mm. But then I went to college in Scotland and made up for missed time. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of like a legal requirement to drink if you're at college in Scotland. Just about. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, it was a lot of fun. Like, we, well, and it yeah. was different because we didn't do, like, house parties. House parties were when I was in the States. Mm-hmm. And in Scotland, we could go out because the drinking age is 18. And so there were clubs that were, like, designed for teenagers, which right. is fucking crazy. So we had a lot of fun in our early, you know, late teens and stuff. But that's the thing about the, the U.S., right? Like, you can't drink legally till you're 21. So you can be, like, pretty fucking grown. Like, you can go mm-hmm. through high school and not party, which is basically what I did. And, yeah. like, still be, like, not legal to drink and have to, like, throw these these house parties, which is what we did, where, like, from when I was, like, I don't know, 17, 18, 18-ish to, to, like, 21, we used to throw big ragers in my house. Yeah. It was sweet. Anyway. Yeah, anywho. I really liked this episode. <laughs> I really had a lot of fun watching it. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah throw, throw it down, Thor, get away with it. Yep. Talk to me about Ultron so we can move on to that maze. Oh my god. Okay, so this Ultron is the Ultron that succeeded in transferring his consciousness to the Vision body. But more importantly... Oh my god, okay, I was like, yo, he's Ultron, but he's also Vision. Like, I mm-hmm. forgot straight yeah, up that that, 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 that was, that was the plan. supposed Thank to you. be Ultron, yeah. Yeah, 100% I forgot. Okay, so he succeeded in doing that, and... He has all of the Infinity Stones. What the fuck? They're embedded in his chest. This is Ultron the Ruler. This is the one that comes after the Annihilation Wave, and he basically takes the Vision's body and builds an Ultron armor suit around that body. But, like, when he pops open the helmet, Vision has the Mind Stone in his head. On the chest plate is the other five stones. Like, dude, it is... Dude, it seemed it's like awesome. the outer suit, though, was, like, super unnecessary and just for us. Like, as a, oh, it's Ultron, like, so that we recognize Well, yeah, him. so you know. And it's not like just the, Vision. Yeah, the Ultron drones, like, come running out after him, and then Ultron, the ruler, is standing right there. And, oh, so cool. God damn it, dude. He looks so good. I Ultron so, is seriously one of my favorite, like, one of the best designed villains I've ever seen in my life. He is, he is scary. So I liked Ultron. Yeah. 
His, I, I, he, I swear to God, if it's not James Spader, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cry. I may not even watch the episode if I find oh, out it's not honey, James Spader. We'll still watch the episode. Um, I won't tell you if it's not James Spader. <laughs> We're still gonna watch the episode. Do you want to know something uh, kind of embarrassing about me? Um, yes. The first MCU movie that I ever like really saw and I was paying attention to. Because I binged like most of phase one, but I was super fucked up and like kind of passed out. Well, yeah. Anyway, right? And I told you before how I didn't watch the early ones because we were in the UK and we were like, Captain America can fuck himself, right? Yeah. So the first time I like really saw a Marvel movie was Age of Ultron in theaters. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. And then I like caught up after that, soon after that, into like the start of phase three. But like, I took a long time to get into the MCU. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, so like, if you guys have been to my Instagram page, you know I collect pops. Um, I ha- I haven't given a shit about any of the what if pops that have been coming out, but if there is an Ultron the Ruler pop, oh dude, you better believe I'm gonna be first in line for that yeah, shit. You gotta get it. Uh, yeah, I actually just got a new pop today, so. <laughs> so. But. So what is this gonna mean? So like- I feel like it's gonna be the Watcher is bringing all of these other heroes together to deal with Ultron the Ruler. Because he acknowledges that he's surprised by that happening, and that means like this was not part of the plan. This was something that wasn't supposed to happen. Hmm. So, do you think they'll all come together against this Ultron? Do mm-hmm. you think there will be a different Ultron, or is this like the beginning of the no? How th- this is all going to culminate? I think the next episode is going to be how Ultron got these got to this point. That would be sick. Yeah. And then the the finale will be um, them fighting Ultron, the ruler. Or how Ultron even exists in that timeline <coughs> at that point without mm-hmm. Iron Man. Or, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? It's like, what the fuck? Like, I. So, okay. Yeah, I think that's where it's going to go. But <clears throat> that's enough what if for now. Yeah. Let's- the Emmys, guys. The fucking Emmy happened, okay? And if you guys are... First of all, I am not a big awards night person. I think a lot of things that should win never do. And a lot of things that don't deserve to win do. Mm-hmm. And that's usually how I feel about the Oscars. That's why I normally just watch like the MTV Movie and Music Awards. Because that shit's voted on by the people. I always love the MTV Awards. Yeah. I... I'm not going to lie. I agree with everything you just said. You are one million percent right. And I fucking love these award shows. Yep. Even though (laughs) it's a bunch of bullshit. And I know it's bullshit because Better Call Saul got, like, the fact that last season of Better Call Saul didn't win everything. Like, the fact that they didn't create new awards just to over-acknowledge that season of television is a fucking crime. Yeah. Like, Freya Seahorn's not going to win. Then nothing means anything. That's, I, honest to fucking God, it's, that really upset me. (laughs) I was not okay with that. And anyway, she wasn't even fucking nominated. Yeah. I just, it's ridiculous. So you're totally right. I still love watching them though. Um, and I thought this year's was like stacked and I kind of liked the way that it all came down for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I love that the jokes continued that Ted Lasso was nominated and winning everything because it really didn't. Like, Hacks snuck in and stole a shitload of stuff. I really 
liked that Hacks did that. So so I don't have all of the winners and losers here. I have like the acting and the overall ones. Yeah. Maybe I'm gonna look up the uh, the full list because they won. What did Ted Lasso win? Tell me that off of the what I have in the notes there for the big ones, and I'll look up all of them. So actually, everything you have written down, the only thing that won was comedy series. Oh, sorry. Comedy series, best lead actor, and supporting actor. Oh, shit. And they supporting won supporting actress, actress and yeah. lead actress, didn't they? Or no? No, lead actress was Kate Winslet. For comedy? Oh, no, comedy was Gene Smart for Hacks. Okay. Which I've so watched Hacks, a couple Hacks episodes. Hacks took one out of four of the acting yeah, awards. Yeah, of the actual like actor awards for comedy. Okay. Um... I'm somehow still not, don't have this full list. Here we go. Um, Because I think what Hacks took in comedy was, okay, the lead actress, Mm -hmm. you said? Yeah, so it was lead actress was Jean Smart, but she, Ted Lasso wasn't even nominated for lead actress. That included Flight Attendant, Mom, Blackish, and Shrill. Which, dude, good for Kaylee Cuoco for getting a nom for the Flight Attendant. I just love Kaylee Cuoco I heard that in, show in was general. Really funny. Yeah, that's what my mom said. It was really good. I haven't watched it yet, but Me either. it's not really up my alley. Alice I've and heard it's really mom. good, though. You know what's really Alice funny is I read Alice and Janney's name, and like I, <laughs> I love The West Wing, and like every night I'll watch like an episode or two before I go to sleep of The West Wing. And so like every West time Wing. I see her, na- yeah, and every time I see her name, I'm just like, damn, get it, Alice and Janney. I fucking love Alice and Jenny and everything she does. Like, I, Tanya is one of my favorite movies. I Oh, I haven't seen that. Yo. You need to watch it immediately. It's so fucking good. Oh, yeah. I heard it was really good. That's Margot Robbie, right? You know, yeah, it's Margot Robbie. And incidentally, I was on a hike yesterday, and I was listening to um, a playlist that has some of the music from that movie because the, mm-hmm. the soundtrack is ridiculous and I was actually going to tell you I want to do we should do like for the um, the the Winter Olympics Hell we yeah. should do that movie I was like let's do I, Tanya. I'm at the next Winter Olympics so yeah that'll be a reason so for me to watch this movie now yeah because it's really really good um I hate the way they organize these because I'm still looking for like the, I know those it, comedy <sighs> awards for director. But okay, okay, director for a comedy series. Um, oh, the hacks. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and I, then hacks yeah. also for writing. So yeah, that that's where hacks came in and took it, and then with one of the acting awards. But then Ted Lasso took the the big award. Three of which the f- I like the way they split that up and not yeah. just give all of them to the same show. I've never liked that approach. Mm-hmm. Um. So <laughs> what did you think about? What, let's talk about the rest of the comedy stuff. Sorry, my notes are all over well, the place. Well, okay, so before yeah, I know mine are kind of all over the place too. I have them on my pad right here, but I, the number one thing I'm going to say, and first of all, I love that they're even getting nominations. But anybody who knows how these go down has to know. Even though Wandavision was up, you know, Paul Bettany was up for supporting actor. Uh, yes, thank you. This is what I wanted to talk about in comedy. They're never going to win. You you guys, you have to know that. Like, the last actual... uh, What is it? The only Marvel movie that's ever been up for an Academy Award was Black Panther. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
I mean, it just it and doesn't happen. that makes happen. sense to me. I, there's not a lot of Marvel movies that I'm like, oh, this should be Best Picture. That's not necessarily See, how and I, I feel. I don't need them to be Best Picture. I do need them to be like Best Costume Design, Best Sound Mixing, Best Visual Effects. Yeah, you know, how is stuff that like not that. happening? That's Surely what I'm saying. Visual like, Effects is. Dude, Lord of the Rings won Best Visual Effects. Lord of the Rings fucking swept the shit out of the Academy Awards the year that but they were nominated. Has Marvel really never won? No, any Marvel of that hasn't. Stuff? I, I think they've won like five. Okay, still that's pretty stupid. They were probably all for Black Panther. Uh, that's that's not great. Um, but I was so excited to see them up there. I mean, uh, these kind of things don't usually get nominated, especially on TV. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we can make arguments for the movies. But so, I think... Oh as God. of 2020, Marvel has only ever won three Academy Awards. Seriously? Yeah. It won... Since, wait, at, ever or since 2020? Ever. Since the beginning. <laughs> Wow, it okay. won Best Costume Design and Best Original Score for Black Panther okay. and Best Production Design for Black Panther. However, yeah. Best Visual Effects, it was nominated for both Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, I was going to say, where's it been nominated? Because, like, Leo didn't have an Oscar for a long time either. Mm-hmm. You know? Has yeah. it been nominated more than that? Oh, yeah. Let's see. Nineteen times, so it's won three okay. of the nineteen nominations it's had. I mean, nineteen nominations is is not terrible. It should be winning for sure, but at least it's being recognized, mm-hmm. which is what I how I feel about like Wandavision. And it's not even so much about the award shows because like I don't really think the Emmys should be acknowledging like the Flash at all. Yeah. So I'm just stoked to see superheroes on TV and have them have them do good enough to be nominated with fucking. Like, I mean, this was so stacked. Like, the, like she's getting nominated with Kate Winslet, Anya Taylor-Joy, mm-hmm. yeah. like Ewan McGregor. I mean, come on. I this think is insane. That was cool. It is cool. And that I, that's why I'm okay with it. It's like, dude, even the fact that, like, people are acknowledging these were great shows. Yeah, that's all we need. That's Yeah, that's all I really care about. Not everybody can win, you know. I mean, yeah. but, I mean, Anya Taylor-Joy didn't win. Which shocked no, but me, Queen's Gambit I've, did win. Queen's Gambit did, which again, so this was like kind of the mark of this award show. I think was that that surprised me. Mm-hmm. Usually, if if Queen's Gambit is going to win, Anya Taylor Joy, who is the heart of that show, is also going to win. And I right. like how they didn't just go down the line that way. Like it was really varied. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. The, uh, that um, was what it was. She won lead actress for a limited series and TV movie. That was Kate Winslet won Mayor of Kate Easttown Winslet. over Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah, that. Thank you. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. And but, but Queen's Gambit did win, which was I fucking mm-hmm. loved the Queen's Gambit. Whoa, yeah. sorry guys. There's a uh, there's a cat fight ensuing. <laughs> um, excuse me. You have to request that that not be what you're doing right now. Sorry, right, they're done. I think. Jesus, sorry. <laughs> I'm sure you could hear that. <laughs> well, I just heard them like go at each other. <laughs> <laughs> Too many cats in here. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I love, you know, and the other thing that was nominated was the boys, right? The boys, mm-hmm. Lovecraft County and the Mandalorian all got nominated for best drama with, up there with handmaids and pose and the crown. And I'm like, you know what? Fucking right. Yep. That's all we need. Eventually they'll win. But just the fact that people aren't like the boys, that's a joke. Like the fucking Academy watched the boys. That's great. Yeah. That's really all we can ask for. Mm-hmm. And I think that's. 
I think that says a lot about where we are just as like a society and like a pop culture culture is we're acknowledging like, dude, these things are actually like good and they're important and they aren't just like, oh, it's a comic book movie or like, you know, it's just a comic. Like I, I will tell you right now, I don't think the CW will ever get any kind of Emmy nomination for any of its DC shows. But so Ever. that yeah, so that's kind of what I was gonna say next too is like it's it's a little bit of a combo here, and I want to like be fair to the industry somehow. I want to mm. be fair to like the academy. I don't know why, <laughs> yeah. um, but you know. It's not even just now it's being recognized like it's always been good and no one's ever noticed. Like, it's not like it's always been this good. Like, this is... I know The Boys has been on a couple seasons, you know? Yeah, we're coming up on um, three. And same with Mandalorian, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's I, Although I think they got nominated last year. They were um, for the first season. And they were nominated this year and they didn't win, which... that That's another thing. Like, it's... Oh, I can't remember what they didn't Watchmen were. win? You know, like, it's like when did, it's yeah. when it's good... I think Watchmen won limited series which says a lot you know like i i really think it's been good and it's been recognized pretty well and it's really well represented in the best drama category there's three of them Mm -hmm. it's kind of incredible you know so i i I think that they're being acknowledged at the right level of like yeah it's getting really really good and i'm excited to see what happens in 2022 because there's going to be way more marvel stuff eligible like to be clear to listeners who might not know like the reason that wandavision's in here but falcon and winter soldier isn't is not because they didn't like falcon and winter soldier um that was over the cutoff yeah That's all so that will i can guarantee you falcon and the winter soldier will be on 2022 anthony mackie might win yeah i actually would be surprised if he didn't i yeah like it's that's going to be absolutely crazy to watch, and yeah. also Loki. Yeah, I mean Tom Hiddleston. I think that will be win. like. See, that's Although the thing. We There's have no a year of TV to see. I don't know yet, exactly. you know, but <laughs> yeah. Tom Hiddleston will for sure be nominated for Best Actor in a Drama. I think for 2022. Oh yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Loki will be yeah. if okay. So here's my prediction: like a year ahead of time, I feel like Loki could fucking win. I feel like it'll be nominated, but I don't think it'll win. You know why it won't? Because it'll be up against... It'll be up against something else that, like... Because Succession premieres, like, next oh, week for yeah, season three. Oh, yeah, that's it. Succession will fucking win. And also, I will say, for the record, I rewatched season two of Succession, because I've seen it, I've watched it all the way through, and I was like, what is the hype on this show? I don't get it. And I rewatched season two, and I'm like, okay, I think I get it better. Like, I still know it's not changing my life, but I'm like, actually, this show's really good. I'm kind of excited for season three now. Um, also, uh, what's it called? Um, the morning show season two will qualify oh, yeah. for 2022. So for it's sure. going to be tight, but Loki has the best chance of winning. I think of anything. It won't. You're probably right, but it has a good yeah. chance. Um, but, uh, oh yeah. And better call Saul. We'll be back next yeah, year. Yeah. Better call Wheel Saul. Time. be up there. We'll have a lot be all more kinds of shit the, on the table. Yeah. For the 22. Yeah. Um, okay, so. <laughs> oh. What? My lack of, ju- of direction in this? No, I just. I was reading my notes because I didn't know, like, what I wanted to touch on next. But honestly, like, if the cast of Shit's Creek could just host from now on, that would be amazing. I thought they Everything were. Everything forever. Dude, I thought they were way fucking funnier than Cedric the Entertainer. 
Although the joke about yeah. him controlling the or being on a tag team uh, special ops mission with the fly that landed on uh, what's his face's head, that shit was hilarious. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed the Emmys loser skit. That they oh did. my god, that was so funny! Fred Savage is the director. With Fred Savage. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Um, I. I'm looking at like my notes on like yeah. stuff that happened. I I think they should just bring back uh, Tina Fey. Although my notes do say Tony Fey on account of some kind of autocorrect. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, when Tony Fey and Tina <laughs> and Fey are on stage Smythe together. Polar. Look at my notes are ridiculous. Dude, anyway, holy shit. I don't know what happened to uh, spell check. It failed. Grammarly it has failed me. It, do, it just checks it. It doesn't correct it. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you're wrong, dumbass. Like it's this. Not- <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Debbie Allen won the Governor's Award. Yep. I'm yeah. going to be honest with you. I don't know her from too much. I mean, when they were going through the whole, like, this is her, these are her accolades and stuff, I was like, damn, dude, good for her. That's awesome. I didn't but know I, any of this about her. I just yeah. know her from Grey's Anatomy. Oh, shit. Okay. I've never She's watched a single Jackson's episode of Grey's. She's Jackson's mom on Grey's Anatomy. Fuck off. You Dude, know Grey's I have, Anatomy. There's like 43 seasons. What do you, you want from me? You know how McDreamy was. You know. Uh, I know from context, okay? I, I know because <laughs> when I worked in a movie theater, when I was just a young chap, I... Um, I also worked in a movie theater. Did you really? That's so funny. That's yeah, why I have I the 16. movie posters that I have. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I um, But there were like we had a cardboard cutout of the movie he made called Made of Honor. And then, like, when the movie was done and we weren't showing anymore, I had to throw it out. But I cut off Patrick Dempsey's head and kept it in my car. And when I'd, like, pull up to red lights, I'd just put it on my face and look at the car next to me. <laughs> and people would just be like, what the fuck? And then one day, someone got in my car and was like, why do you have a thing of Mick Dreamy in here? And I'm like, who? That's and so, so funny. That's, unfortunately, that's why I know. Mick Dreamy. Yeah. It's, it's the truth. But, no, she is... Um, I really deeply hate her character on Grey's Anatomy. Um, mm. We like throw shit at the TV when she's on screen. Like I fucking hate her <laughs> in Grey's Anatomy. I'm not even kidding. Like we throw popcorn. We like we like boo. Like the, That's so from funny. the the peanut gallery when we watch Grey's. Me and one of my friends. But uh, but yay yeah like all of the shit that she done was cool. It was cool to see that. I had no idea about it. Um, her speech was awesome. Yeah. That was the other um, thing I noticed about this one was there were a lot of, except for one, and I can't remember who it was, um, they gave a lot of the people giving speeches a lot of time this time, except oh my for God, one people guy. People were like, fuck you. They straight up said, I'm not, who was it that was like, I'm not listening to that term? Yeah, it was this one guy, and he was literally was- thanking like everybody, and I'm like, bro, come on, like, read the room. It's their moment. Fuck it. What are you gonna uh, do? They're all drunk. They're, you know what I mean. It's like I, I see, love. See, if it were the Golden like Globes, that. I'd, I'd understand that because the Golden Globes is just a booze fest. That's crazy yeah, shit. That's when Ricky Gervais love, calls people out for like whatever, and that's I'm Golden about Globes. that shit. Yeah, I'm all for that shit. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Also, Larry King, I liked in the yeah. like they had a nice clip from him in the opening in the In Memoriam. The In Memoriam mm. was generally nice, and every year. I forget half the people that are in it. Yeah. Well, okay, but it used to be 75% and 90%. And it's really interesting because, of course, the, this industry only came up in, like, the 50s and 60s, as we're learning mm-hmm. in our, like, timeline episodes, right? Yeah. And so 
you know, most of the people who are dying are older. You know, it's a revelation, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And as we get older and as time goes by, it's just going to be more and more famous people who had more and more opportunity when the industry was bigger and bigger. And yeah. there's more, you know, social media and awareness of like there's so every year it's going to grow. And it's crazy watching that every year of like, oh, shit, that's right. Like there's way more people in this than I usually recognize. You know, I bet you in 10 years, it's all video clips, whereas forever it's been an image. Yeah. It'll be all clips in 10 years, because it'll all be people who have clips of them doing stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good point. Yeah. It's weird watching that happen. It is. Yeah. I like... It was rough, man. Like, I... We and we said it in the last episode of What If, but um, yeah, Norm MacDonald was rough. Like going through a bunch of these people, uh, like it's gonna, it's oh my god, dude, it's gonna destroy me when Betty White dies. Oh my god, I know, right? I love the Golden Girls. I love. I am man enough to admit that right now to anybody that wants to fight. The Golden Girls is a fucking hysterical show. And I don't care who who awesome. judges me. I don't care who knows it. Yeah. I don't care who knows it. <laughs> what is that from? Uh, I honestly like I know it's from something, and I'm gonna have to think of it. But it's a cartoon. Yeah, it I'm is. In love, I'm in love, and I don't care who knows it. Oh, it's from Elf. Thank you. It's yeah, when he butt- it's yeah okay. As soon as you said he was dancing around, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. It's, it's when he comes feral. into the boardroom and he sees Peter Dinklage. That's right, it is. God damn it. Anyway. <laughs> I'm in love, I'm in love, and I don't care who knows it. God damn it. We're all over the place right now, and it's Dude, great. we really kind of are. Um, I was happy with all of the late night awards. John Oliver too. should win everything forever. Hell yeah, dude. His show is fucking everything. Dude. I love it. I love John I really Oliver. love his show. I love... <laughs> have you ever watched Billy on the Street? No. Oh, my God. Okay. So, there's an episode of Billy on the Street where he takes John Oliver around New York with... Or San Francisco with him and just asks a bunch of gay guys if they like John Oliver more than Wendy Williams. And no one knows who John Oliver is. And John Oliver, he's standing right <laughs> next to Billy. It's so funny. It's because, like, the show's, like, so intellectual and like yeah. giant like he makes fun of it for that all the time right but it's like genuinely good and genuinely mm-hmm. funny like I laugh out loud every single week at John Oliver oh yeah my girlfriend watches it every week she watches that and then she watches Seth Meyers show which I can't remember the name of Seth Meyers show is pretty good mm-hmm. um, I like him I like his show I'm also glad that Colbert got the Emmy for a Hell live yeah. show for he got two actually special. back to back yeah he got the good special for, for the, the election and then just for his show for which, what did he win for just his show? It was like... Because John Oliver won for uh, best Maybe I'm whatever, thinking of John Oliver. Variety. You're thinking of John Oliver. John Oliver won, like, writing, and then he also oh, won Oh, that's right. That's right, yeah. Best, but Stephen Colbert uh, won that, uh, the election night thing. That's right. Okay. Yeah, he won for, like, live show, mm-hmm. right? Which John Oliver's is, is recorded in front of a live audience, but it's not a live show. It was, like, a live event, like, it nominated with, like, the Super Bowl halftime kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, that was... I knew the Super Bowl halftime show wasn't going to win. That was kind of stupid. Well, obviously. There was something else. The Friends special was in that category. Oh, yeah, on HBO. And the... Oh, yeah. And the the episode of uh, The West Wing on stage. 
Yeah. Which yes, that episode exactly. is really good. I'm I'm coming up yeah. on that episode, but so maybe it is even if it's just recorded live. Yeah. As I like say that out loud, I'm like, no, Lindsay, that was wrong. <laughs> Correct your shit. Anyway, no. um, let's see. Ba, 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 ba. I don't know that I have anything else really to say about the Emmys. The Crown won fucking everything and good. Like it I did. really liked this. Yeah. Do you watch I was, The Crown? I, so I have seen it. I have not seen every episode, but what I've seen, I very much enjoyed. It is very, very good. Yeah, that's that's what I keep hearing. I was surprised that it was Olivia Coleman and not Emma Corrin. Hmm. So Olivia Coleman plays the queen. Emma Corrin played Diana, young Diana. Yeah. She was excellent. Yep. She looked just like her, too. I was oh like, my oh, my God. God, are you serious? No, the work they do on this show, everybody yeah. looks just like them. And I, with perhaps the exception of the queen sometimes, you know. Yeah. But, no, but generally, they all look perfect. But I guess, that, like, Olivia Coleman lost last year to Zendaya. And the way this goes is... The Crown does two seasons with each cast, generally. Diana's oh, going right. to get a different casting after one season because she's going to age up so much. Yeah. But it's usually two seasons, and Olivia Coleman's done now. She's being recast into season five. That sucks, man. Nah, it's been great because the whole cast gets to age up, and it's like they lose their shot at their Emmys, but like. They also don't have to commit to, like, seven years of this show, and it oh, makes yeah. it really realistic because everybody ages up, and they look just like um, the real person at that age. I'm honestly not trying to be funny right now, but can't they only age Diana so far? <laughs> well, yes, but Diana's 21 in this, oh, this season where okay. they're, that we're looking at now, and, <clears throat> and then they go up 10 years every time. Oh, I so got you. She's okay. Gonna, and each season sometimes can cover like the ten years well, or near okay. enough. Yeah. And so it's like ah, by the end of it, like you do need to age them up right away. I don't know some, and sometimes they're gonna. I don't know. It's a whole thing. It work. It works. Is what I can say about it. Mm-hmm. It really works. Because um, she might need to be like. 20 years older by the end of the next season than she was at the start of the prior one, is what I'm right. trying to say. Yeah. No, I poorly. hear you. I hear you. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that was, like, really poorly articulated, but that's yeah. what I was trying to say. I got you. The Crown is really good, though. Um, so I guess that's, yeah, maybe because it's Olivia Coleman's last year, she got it, but it's also Emma Corrin's last year, and I'm like, God, they were they were both good. I mm-hmm. preferred Emma Corrin. Um, and that's all I got... Yeah, that's actually all I got, too. Yeah. <laughs> I liked the Emmys. This was a crazy episode. I hope everyone yeah. is sticking with us right now. Thank you yep. if you've stuck with us <laughs> to the end of this this craziness. Yeah. Um, we are going to be back real soon with the next episode in the timeline, which is The Jungle Book. The Jungle Book, yeah. So look out for that, like, probably Monday. Um, then we'll be back with another episode of the uh, the pop culture something. Playback. Playback. <laughs> We're I'm really sh- organized over here, guys. I haven't been able to remember that since we just said yeah. it. So, <laughs> guys, I'm great with names. Is something I'm learning in this podcast. Yeah, so am I. Pop culture playback. We'll be back next week, and we'll be doing what if episode what eight now. Um, yep. So we'll see what happens with Ultron. Hopefully next week. That'll be sweet. 
and we'll talk about whatever else is going on in the world of pop culture. So if you have something that you want us to touch on, if you have feedback for us, you want us to feature on the next episode, send us an email at gobehindthetimeline@gmail.com. You can hit us up on Instagram at behind the timeline. I go behind the timeline on Instagram. I'm doing great, guys. <laughs> Killing it right now. Or hit us up on Twitter <laughs> at behind timeline, <laughs> and subscribe on uh, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts at behind the timeline. But stick with us. I'm I'm really stoked for the next couple of Disney movies we're going to talk about. All I'm going to tell you guys is October is going to be fucking sick. Yeah, it's Wattober. I can't yeah. wait. And Venom and October is going to be crazy. Oh, my God. There's so much yes. shit happening in October. We're going to do a Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're doing a Halloween episode. We're going to have a couple people on for that. We're finally... Ah! Uh, dude, just... I, I, I'm so, October is just going to be so fucking great, dude. We're going to start the month with Venom. Then we're going right into Star Wars. Then we're going into the oh, fucking yes. Hobbit. And then we're going into fucking scary movies. Oh, my the God. Hobbit. Yeah, happy belated uh, Hobbit date, everybody, yeah. too, from the 22nd. Um, mm. That's right. That was Wednesday. Yeah, that was on Wednesday. That was a fun day for me. <laughs> I enjoy Hobbit Day. Hell, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we will see you on Monday with the Jungle Book. But until then, stay nerdy. See you, guys.